What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Today, I want to talk about how to know if you're actually trying hard. A lot of people complain about their misfortunes and things that aren't going right in their lives. And you hear them saying that they're trying the hardest, that they're doing the best they can. I'm here to tell you it's a freaking lie. And <laughs> I'm probably going to piss a lot of you off with this, whoever's listening. But there are only really three things that need to happen to qualify as trying your hardest. The first one is you have to keep learning. Books, YouTube, webinars, coaching, however you learn best, you need to be learning about that subject. The next step, which you can probably guess, is you need to implement what you just learned. Because you actually haven't learned anything unless you implemented it. This is something that hit me like a rock in the face recently. <laughs> I thought I knew all these things about various subjects. And then somebody asked you about it and it's like, oh, snap, I actually don't really know. I really like Myron Golden's explanation of learning, which is like, you learn about something, and then you learn how to do that thing, and then you implement that thing. And now you actually learned the subject at hand. So step one is to learn however you learn best. Step two is to implement. And if you don't implement, you don't actually learn anything. And the third step is feedback. If you're a business person, the market feedback is all you need. You thought you learned how to market your product. You learned the stuff. You implemented it. Did it work or did it not? That's the feedback that you're looking for. And did it work in the magnitude that you wanted it to work? And you can measure that with certain statistics or whatever. But here's the controversial aspect of this three-step system. The people who claim that they're trying their hardest to support their family... If they're not learning and implementing and asking for feedback, then they're not really trying. If you were to go to, go up to one of those people and say to the face that they're not really trying, <laughs> a bad something bad could happen to you. I don't recommend it. Most people are um, emotionally volatile that way. But if you happen to to say that and they like and they think to themselves or out loud, oh, you know, you might be right. Then you have somebody that has the potential to actually learn and implement and get feedback. But that's not very likely seeing that if someone is open to learning and implementing and getting feedback, why haven't they done that already? Like, why is it a, a new revelation for them? Here's another one that's going to sting for a lot of people. When your parents say that they tried the hardest with the best they had and they did the best they can with the knowledge they had or whatever. If you were to go up to your parents and say, you weren't really trying because I never seen you pick up a, a parenting book. There are thousands upon thousands of parenting books out there. And on top of that, you never implemented anything because you didn't learn anything. And you never asked, asked me or my siblings for feedback. That would probably 100% get you kicked out of the family. Try at your own peril. <laughs> if you were to confront somebody else's parents, say, say like an in-law or some random who's crying about their family issues they'll most likely be emotionally volatile and would not want you around, to say the least. The people who refuse to learn and implement and ask for feedback, they probably won't do that until they hit a certain point in their lives where it's just so bad that there is no choice but to learn and implement and get feedback. There is some feedback that we get automatically without having to ask for it. I would call this implicit feedback. If you're in a terrible financial situation, for example, 
you have immediate feedback that you're in a terrible financial situation. That is your feedback from reality itself. And that feedback is telling you, it's pushing you to learn and implement. But if you're not open to that idea, then you're absolutely stuck in that position. People in, in terrible relationships have the feedback called the feelings and the doubts that come with the terrible relationship. And until that person learns and implements the ways of a successful relationship, they will stay in that terrible relationship and push people away who are worthy of a great relationship. Explicit feedback is definitely better than implicit feedback, in my opinion. I think it's comparable to operating subconsciously through your habits and acting consciously through your reasoning ability. Let's take a romantic relationship example. If the implicit feedback is negative, meaning that you're having a negative experience of the relationship, it would probably be better if one of the partners explicitly explained how they're feeling and what could be done about it. Because the fact that the relationship is in the dark place at the moment is proof that implicit feedback that comes from the feelings that you have about your partner and yourself and the relationship in general, that means that they're not enough to get you to change, which means to learn and implement things that end up with a great relationship. So if one of the partners were to explicitly bring it up, you would have to change. You have to change or end the relationship. That's the only thing that can happen. And since we only have a finite amount of time, bringing something up explicitly can speed up the time of the relationship bomb where it just ends. Sometimes ending a relationship is better than starting, than keep to keep going in misery. Bring it up explicitly. You have a chance to pivot quickly or end quickly, which means potentially you have more time for a positive and healthy relationship. All right, let's do a financial example. Let's say I'm in a terrible financial position and the implicit feedback that I'm getting, the financial stress, the feeling that I can't make my bills, that I can never get ahead, etc., etc. The fact that I've let myself get to that point means that explicit declarations of those feelings and constantly bringing them into my mind is probably more helpful for getting me to change my situation. If I explicitly bring it up, or let's say I'm with a partner, and she were to bring it up, hey, Terry, we're in a terrible financial situation. You need to turn this around because X, Y, Z. I can either learn, implement, and then give feedback explicitly and, and constantly change my direction, or I could just stay in that hypnotic, um, poor financial state for the duration of a relationship until it blows up eventually. Whew. This did not go the direction I thought it would go in. You know, I, I just kind of go off the script. I don't have any notes for this. I just wrote on a whiteboard. Learn and implement the feedback. So these things are still off the cuff for now. I'm kind of getting better at piecing my words together without stuttering too much. Yeah, that's all I have to say. I know this was helpful. I know this was freaking fire, man. So if you like this one, Please share it with somebody. I'm proud of this shit, man. That's all I got to say. Hope you're having a great day. And I'll talk to you next time. Peace out.